Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church. We've been talking about controlling your mind. Now I want to go to Romans chapter 8, verse 6 today. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So we got to understand that to be carnally minded is going to bring about death. So what does that mean? That means even though I'm born again, how am I thinking? How, what's on my mind? Because to be spiritually minded, in other words, this is telling you how powerful your mind is. To be carnally minded is going to bring death. To be spiritually minded is going to bring life and it's going to bring peace. Now, I want to ask you, are you spiritually minded and are you walking in the life and the peace? Peace is the actual word shalom, which means wealth and health and peace. So, or are you dealing with your mind on a continuous basis because your mind is, is running rapidly or situations are arising all the time or every time you turn around, you got a different thing going through your mind. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, he will keep him in perfect peace, in perfect health and wealth and, and peace, whom whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is ever lasting strength. And he said, if you'll if you keep, if you'll guard your mind and keep your mind in perfect peace, you'll have perfect peace when, when your mind is stayed on him. Now I want to ask you something. When you're going through situations, what's the thing? I want to teach you, I want to do a little bit of teaching here today. Because when you, when a thought comes into your mind, well, I had a pain in my arm, it's, it may be this, or it may be this, or I may be going through a financial, I'm going to go broke, or, and we begin to think these things, and if we're not careful, we say these things out of our mouth. Immediately, you've got to rebuke that thought and say, Lord, that you'll supply every need all my needs have been supplied by you. And, and all my needs I can trust in you. And nothing shall harm me. Nothing shall come against me. By your stripes I am healed. You'll supply all my needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. So we got, you got to talk back. Thoughts. Listen to me. Trying to put another thought where a thought's coming at you is not going to work. You've got to speak. you got to speak. you got to speak. Because Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And as you begin to speak, because you know what he said in Romans 8 and 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, God can't make you spiritually minded and he can't make you carnally minded. It's what you feed into your five senses that's going to determine whether you're spiritually minded or whether you're carnally minded. But the Bible said if you're spiritually minded and you think on heavenly things, Colossians chapter 3 will tell you that, then you have life and you have peace. Isn't it amazing that everybody in the world is looking for peace today? And he said, if you want to have perfect peace, perfect peace, just keep your mind on me. In other words, keep your mind on him. When the enemy's trying to say you got this and you got this disease and you got this disease and you're going to go broke and you're going to go financially busted and you're going, you're going to end up in poverty and bankruptcy, you got to speak life to that thing. And the Bible says in Romans 12 and 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, it's your reasonable service to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It's your reasonable service, brother. It's your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. In other words, don't think like the world thinks. Don't let your mind go like everybody in the world. You know, in the last 18 months, there's been so much fear and anxiety and panic and all these things that the enemy's bringing. 
But be ye transformed by the what? By the renewing of your mind. Have a fresh way of thinking, a new way of thinking, a new idea about thinking. And as you have these new ideas and you have these new concepts and you have these new plans, you begin to see what God's doing in your life and He's changing things for you. Why? Because He's changing the way that you think. And if you can change the way you think, you can change the way you behave. And that's the only way you can do it, guys, is when you change the way you think. Now, are you changing how you're thinking? Are you changing your ideas and your concepts? Are you changing everything about you so that you can get a different attitude, you can get a different concept, you can get a different plan and a different purpose? Those are the things that happens when we begin to change our mind away from the things of the world onto the things that God has for us. And those things are, are, are simple things, but yet they're difficult things. Because the word renewed there, when you renew your mind, it's a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a fresh attitude, and a fresh lifestyle. Now, once we understand that, we can understand what God's trying to say to us. He's saying, when you're renewing of your mind, in other words, have a fresh way of thinking, a fresh attitude, a new idea, a new concept, and new, new purpose in your life. That's what God's trying to do in the body of Christ. And He's trying to change us in every area of our life so that we can rejoice and be glad in the things of the Lord. And goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. Remember, your most dominant thought in your life is the direction your life's going to go. So what's your most dominant thought? The Bible says in Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, If you keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, why does, how can we keep our mind on Him? Because we trust in Him. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah, the Lord, is everlasting strength. So, when your mind is stayed on Him, what's really happening? You're going to have perfect, perfect peace. Why? Because you put your mind on what you trust. Now, what are you trusting? Are you trusting the doctor? You trust, and I'm not saying they're bad. Are you trusting your finance ability? Are you trusting your own ability? Are you trusting the revelation of Jesus Christ? That's the beauty of grace. That's learning to control your mind.
Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And what a privilege it is to be with you today to share the message of the love and the beauty of grace. Because, you know, grace is a, is, is a fact that's just become alive in my life. It's Jesus' grace, unmerited favor that brings us to a place. But I want to talk about something I've been talking about all weekend that's overcoming fear. And you say, why are you talking about this so much? Because I think there's we're living in a season and a time. So many emails are coming in. So many letters are being sent to us here at the ministry that people are just in a place of fear. They're in a place of anxiety. They're in a place of, of discouragement and frustration. And, and, you know, for a year and a half, we've been dealing with all this kind of fear. You couldn't go to the grocery store. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't get out of the house. You couldn't see your grandma. You couldn't go see anybody that was going anywhere or going anything. Couldn't be around people for family reunions. Just couldn't be around people for any reason. And it's created an avenue you know, there was a terrorist attack in the United States with the Twin Towers, and that was a terrorist attack. But you want to understand something. This is also a terrorist attack in a different way. Thousands of people died from this. Not only did they die from COVID, but they died from anxiety. They died from, from stress. They died from discouragement and frustration and being alone. And a lot of people passed away without any loved ones around during this season time. What a loneliness that must be. But you know, what I've discovered is you can be with a bunch of people and still be alone. So I want to talk to you out of, out of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil and delivered them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage now we see here and delivered them who through through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to that bondage now how many people are sitting around today that have a real terrible fear of what the afterlife is going to be like. You know, they think they're sitting around wondering, you know, I've committed is there anything in my life that's not right? Is there anything in my life that's not pure with the Lord? Is there anything in my life that's not right with God? And what am I dealing with in my mind? I know I've been to church. I know I'm born again, but yet I'm not sure that I'm right every moment with God. Because we haven't accepted the fact that what Jesus Christ done on the death, the burial and the resurrection and a sent it to the Father is really the complete work of the finished work of Jesus Christ. And because of that, Jesus' grace, unmerited favor, has redeemed us from any sin. And because of that, we're no longer sinners, but we're walking in a place of peace. We're walking in a place of truth. We're walking in a place of righteousness above anything we can imagine. Because greater is He that is in us than He that's in the world. Now, I want you to understand something today. As you're walking through this life, and you're walking through the Fear wanting to grip you, situations wanting to grip you, circumstances wanting to grip you, all these things that's going on in your life and in your mind and going on around the world. What's happening in you? You know, there's so many people. You know, we got Instagram today. We can take a picture and then we doctor that picture up and we only post the best pictures of us. And we only post our most happiest moments. But is really people that happy? Is, is Are we really falsifying everything or is people really that happy? Or are their pictures really that good? Or are they posting pictures that makes them look really better than they are? They're posting pictures that makes them look happier than they really are. Or are they really that way? And so I want to go inside of all of us today as you that are listening to this podcast and really take an example look of who are you? 
What are you about? What's going on in your life? Are you seeing the truth the way that it really is? Are you falsifying everything around you to determine what God's doing in you? Or are you really allowing? Is there a fear that's really gripping you? Are you really afraid of what the future is going to bring? Are you really afraid of what tomorrow is going to bring? Are you really afraid what eternity is going to look like? Or are you standing on that word and confessing that word and believing that greater is he that is in me? And today is tomorrow is going to be a better day than today. Or are you just living in the moment of enjoying this day? Or are you sitting around worried? The Bible says in Matthew, do not worry about tomorrow, what tomorrow is going to bring, because tomorrow will have worries of its own. So don't fret over what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. Don't worry about any of those things. Those things are, are minute things in the sight of what the big picture is. But are you really looking at the big picture? Do you really know? And are you really overcoming that fear that wants to keep you? If people really knew, you know, I think about sometimes, what? if everybody had a camera in their house and then I got to thinking no if you knew what was going on in everybody's life really where you need to look to what's going on in people's lives is you need to have a camera that takes a picture of everything that's going on in their mind because there is the things that people may be able to control on the outside and make paint a beautiful picture. You know, it's kind of like you can take a, a a person and dress them up and beauty them up and fix their hair and put makeup on and put a beautiful clothes on and they look a whole lot better. But they're still the same person on the inside. And when Jesus comes into our lives, he changes that internal person and that person becomes a new creature and old things have passed away and now all things have become new. What is people seeing when you open that door? What is people seeing when you open your mouth? If they could really see the inside of you, would they still be your friend? Would they still care about you? I'm asking you today, take a look. Are you living in the truth of who you really are or are you trying to be something that you're really not? Ask yourself that. And that's the beauty of grace.